now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends. With the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperLights.com. BWB, what's up? And I deserve okay. the respect okay. on SmackDown Live. Get that camera right here. Get that camera right here. Understand that this is day 141 of the never-ending Intercontinental Championship World Tour. And I swear to you, I promise you, it will be the most relevant title on SmackDown Live. I could care less about those little kids on, on, on for the tag team titles and the women's championship and the WWE championship. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you, my GM, sitting there criticizing me, calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here, day in and day out, in that wrestling ring, beating people up. Thank you very much. Welcome to the August 25th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just excited to tune in every single week to watch Miz beat people up. You got it. The Miz um, snapped completely off on Daniel Bryan. Uh, and I, I was telling you, James, I was like, you know, Daniel Bryan has been talking a lot of shit, you know, lately, all on that show. So um, those chickens came home to roost, as uh, the great Malcolm Max put it before. Um, what did you make of this promo, James? I thought it was fantastic. I I was I mean, okay. So we've had a lot of people that have uh, started interacting with us on the Square Circle, the Facebook group we have, and you know it's growing by the day. And, by, and uh, we have a lot of good people in there. Like you know, for a while it was just you know us playing around more or less like me, you, uh, Sierra to a lesser extent because I guess she's just too busy to, to mess with us on Hollywood. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Know. So and then Josh, and then you know <laughs> more and more people started. What adding up, Jeremy? In. Yeah, and Jeremy, of course, and then more people add in, and then, you know, Tesh definitely, you know, he yeah. started definitely becoming a huge person to help um, add stuff, to, to just check and see, and then more and more people. So, you know, now that we get these smack, you know, SmackDown and pay-per-view and Raw uh, threads. Uh, everybody becoming out of the world. Everybody, yeah, everyone comes out of the world, and, you know, it's cool to, you know, just be able to, it's almost like, it's almost like, a, it's almost like you know, back in the day it used to be, I just go on Twitter yeah. Just look at whatever I says on there now. I'm just like more focused on what we gotta say, right? You know, um, but anyway, yeah. So it's just blow ourselves up. You know, so it was it was cool to see everybody was interacting about SmackDown, and then next thing you know, like it's sort of weird because it felt like I was the only person watching, like mm-hmm. talking Smack because it like w- like SmackDown went off, and then no one else said anything on talking Smack, like right. like Nikki like Carmella jumped Nikki Bella on talking Smack, and no one said anything. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I guess it was just me. Right. You know, it was good to see you know someone you know starting a new club called the the beat the beat up Nikki Bella Club. <laughs> uh, so double but, turn, yeah. But anyway, so let's see. You know, Brian comes out and he's talking about AJ Styles and, and Ambrose. Yep. 
and Miz comes out there, and then I'm like, he, he looks upset, and then he talks about, you know, being overlooked. Yeah, about, yeah, like how come you know I was, you did all this talking this past 20 minutes about everything else in, in SmackDown Live except for your Intercontinental Champion, and then. Daniel Bryan starts giving them smart ass uh, responses, and I'm like, "Damn, yep. he's killing this dude." Yep, he wrestles like a coward. So and I was like, kind of like, "Damn, he's killing it." Like he wrestles with the soft WWE. He's so like, "Damn, he's killing this dude." And then Miz just all of a sudden took off on this man. Like, I am not going to take this no more. <laughs> and he took off on this man. I, I just could. I, it was just something to behold. I I was like, I, it was you know a, a lot of why we love smack or talking smack so much is because. It ain't they, no script. They say this stuff. There's no script, and they say stuff is like if someone had gave them a script, there's no way this would have been on it. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's more real and it's more um, personal to the actual people, and not just the characters they portray. They portray. Right. Um, and that's why. It's, and that's why it's really fun. Like you know, the first episode was with Ziggler and Brian sitting there talking about like bad booking. bad booking they had in the past, and that was hilarious. So now. You know, it, it's sort of, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a live version of almost like Table for Three. Yeah. And, that, and that's why it's funny. And the fact that it's live is like, it's even less edited down for stuff they just would not put on. So it, it, it's fun to see that. And then, but he lets off on Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan's like, there's nothing they can do really say. It's almost like, in, in a sense, it was almost like he says some stuff that's unforgivable and it's like, Dude, you know I can't hit you. Like, you know, damn. I can't get no physical altercation with you. Like you just pu- you just pulled my car. You know I can't respond. Like you, that you you're a sucker for this. Yep, and he walked and, off on and, him. And, and literally walking off was the only response Daniel Bryan could have because right. there's nothing he could have said that could have like that the Miz could have just kept going in right. on him for. And, and the one thing that's sort of the reason why you know after Brock Lesnar. I mean, we, of course we'll get to the this, this the main event of SummerSlam, but. That's why I was kind of worried about, you know, Brock Lesnar's on top of a monster. He just cut, or he just ripped open uh, Randy, Orton. Randy Orton's forehead. And now Shane's out there. He catches F5. He's like, well, you know, Daniel Bryan can't be out there because he can't take any busts. I was wondering. Wrestle. You know. And now you see this. It's like people think are just dying to know if this is that. Because that was such a fresh uh, thing. And people are just dying to know if this is actually an angle or, or what or, you know. And a lot of this is like bleeding over from storyline to reality. A lot how of much it, of it is real? How much is, isn't? And how much did Daniel Bryan know was actually going to happen? Same thing with Renee. Like for all we know, most people think that like even if they knew that was going to happen, this was all scripted. Of course, they didn't tell her. How, regardless of how much of the scripted, like they a lot of them think they left her in the dark, and she had a lot of great facial reactions. Like either like, like regardless, regardless of whether she how much she knew she was fantastic. Yeah. She was like, oh, this is just getting out of hand. Like, what's, what the hell's going on out here? Yeah. And, like, with The Miz and Daniel Bryan, it's like, it almost looks like if this isn't, like, it doesn't make sense if this is not him coming back to wrestle to settle this shit. It could be a rib. <laughs> That's a fucked up rib. It could have been the world's greatest rib. Because you know how they get down. I think about they it. They in there and talk shit to his face. Like, what? It. I want to say, what, last Smack, there's two SmackDown last week. We had Daniel Bryan giving a contract to a knocked out Heath Slater who probably shouldn't be competing because he had a concussion. And they ran that out there, and no one, no one even thought twice about it. Yep. Like so, this might be a thing. Where, like these, these Daniel Bryan's might get progressively worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. We'll see, though. 
Well, uh, if you guys haven't seen the promo, we played a clip of it in the beginning um, and left the good stuff off, so you had to go on the network and check yeah, it out. The video, look, the video on, uh, of like the extended part, because they put like a the small part and then like a one minute part up, and then they put a like a like the last two minutes of it up. Cause uh-huh. It's about like a four minute thing, four or five minute thing. Right. Like that thing has a million views already. <laughs> Ms. Platinum out here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we can we can start at the beginning of the weekend. We're gonna like try to work our way through all this and get to you guys' questions from the Wrestling Square Circle and elsewhere. Actually, no, I was just there. Um. So we started with NXT. Uh, we can go through it real quick. Nakamura defeated Samoa Joe to win the championship. Um. There was an awesome tag team match. Uh, it was Bailey's last. Okay, game. you did you did it again. You what? did it again. Okay, so when we were heading over to Jeremy's for his birthday deal for uh-huh. his birthday gimmick to, for su- SummerSlam, yeah, and we you were talking over the NXT Takeover uh, Brooklyn card, you said, yeah, you know, it was, it, it was, it was, you know, you're like, I don't know about this. You're like, you're like I don't know about this Nakamura Joe match, but you were like, but it was four stars. Like, bro, you can't be just, you can't just be, like, oh, you know, you just mentioned, like, yo, the car was, you mentioned that match that went on and just glanced over, like, like a four-star match or something, like, oh, whatever. It's like, nah, bro, you can't, this is WWE television, you don't get, you don't see four-star matches every single week, get out of here. Okay, yeah, we had, we had Nakamura Samoa Joe. How many four-star matches do you think we get on WWE television between NXT and the, the main roster on a yearly basis? 25 I mean, less? Yeah, I'd probably say that. Yeah, probably around 20, 25. Okay, then. So why yeah. are you just acting like that? You know, whatever. I don't know. I'm, desens- I'm desensitized. Like, okay. wrestling's better than it used to be. Like, wow. as far as in-ring performance. Wow. You know, if you just look, you know, up and down the cards and then the amount of wrestling I watch. And I just got done watching the G1. So I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, it takes a lot to impress me right now. So, um... It was Bailey's last stand against Oscar. She got kicked directly in the face. Yeah. Um, what else was on that show? Oh, Glorious. We had the Glorious Bobby Roode. Yep, we had Glorious. Uh, and we had the CN dude who I who I knew who he was struggling. only by face and appearance. I didn't know his name. Yeah, struggling out there. Yeah, and, the Ember Moon match that was basically a build up to her finisher. Yeah. Um, and you also had the, the fantastic tag match. Yeah, that tag match. Um, now I know you said something about the match. Uh, I don't want to steal your thunder on that, but oh yeah, I mean, obviously people are going to be upset about the finish because, or not upset, but disagree with the finish because as hot as the crowd was and how fantastic, what about three or four of those different finishes, false finishes were that were you for know, the faces for the baby faces. You you think like those are match? Those are the end of match finishes that. Pretty much like yikes. That's a, that's how you end a great pay per view match, right? Um, and ultimately, the revival won. But I I love that match. I think that might be the best match. Of, I think it might be the best match of SummerSlam weekend. Like if you include like the big shows, if you include just SmackDown. I'm not sorry, SmackDown. SummerSlam NXT. That might have been the best match we had on all, all night or those two nights. Um, they uh, also, revival Johnny Johnny Wrestling CM Punk. <laughs> um, look at the gear. That's yeah, yeah. I I can't wait for Gargano to turn on him just because it, it looks like it's going to be epic. Like whenever he does, 
it, Gargano just has the look of a fuck nigga. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like bald with a beard, with like with bulging eyes, looks like a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the era of Nakamura is going to begin now. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he does with NXT. Uh, do you think they book? Okay, do you think they've? I think it's cool that WWE or WWE NXT they have two. They have a woman and men's champion. Uh, I don't know that they built them super duper strong. And they deserve to both be over, but like, who do they actually like? Have a few with that they that people actually believe they can beat them or like, I feel actually like, compete with them. I feel like they're gonna like have unstoppable to, now. Like, like they're gonna have to lose via some dirty <laughs> shit, and it's gonna be like a first for NXT because NXT is like known for like these like pure finishes, pure finishes, or like. Some like Kevin Owens stop the match type shit. Yeah. Um, now I feel like eventually we're gonna it's gonna come to Nakamura and Bobby Roode at one point, point. Mm. Um, and I think that's one of the questions in here. If I want to pull that up uh, from Belvis, uh, what up, Chris? Uh, he's like, who's next for Nakamura, and how long will Samoa Joe be out for? Um, Samoa Joe, that was a work, right. uh, Chris. Uh, and I don't. I'm surprised people actually thought he actually broke his jaw. He sold it very well. Like I did. I didn't think he did. Like, okay, if you get your jaw broken, um, one, you don't kick out of three. <laughs> two, two. Well, he didn't kick out. So yeah, he did kick out. The first one. He got hit with a knee. He got hit with a knee to the jaw or a strike to the jaw and fell out the ring. Right. No, he and he took a pinfall and then he and then he rolled off and after he, uh, Nakamura after the pin after the kickout he grabbed at his jaw and after like he oh I broke my jaw I was like trust me if you I guess break I don't it, know how this if works you, if you break your jaw you are out like a light and if you're not like like you're in extreme pain and you're not gonna be out not holding your jaw for three seconds <laughs> like it's a, yeah anyway whatever I, I thought I, I think we go into the rematch from here. And then he'll probably end up uh, fighting Bobby Roode at some point, Chris. That's what I think. Um, and huh. Bobby Roode's really going to have to cheat really bad to beat this guy because it's just not believable uh, when Nakamura's just getting beat up in these matches. It's just like there's a disconnect. It's not because that it's not believable. They built these. They built these dudes up too strong. Like that's the thing. That's one of the issues or one of the things that you risk when you be, when you build somebody up to be this gigantic powerhouse face at this, in their face at the same time, like. It's not believable to me in her ass with like, I, like I like I really really liked the Bailey um, Oscar match. I thought it was really good. Um, I thought it was interesting that they had a, they ran a different style than the typical Bailey match on NXT against somebody. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you know a bunch of or like probably th- two or three like really super or, or high spots where you just don't you normally see tied into it. It was actually just a match of you know strikes. Right, but. At the same time, like watching her, like watching Bailey, like slap around, slap around Oscar from uh, a little bit from time to time, was kind of like saying in there. I don't, I don't believe that. Bailey, tough guy, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, Brooklyn, it was cool. I didn't know, I didn't think it was the best NXT takeover we ever saw. It wasn't. It was. I feel like it was up to snuff though. Yeah, it was. It was cool. Carries on the rep. Let's them keep going with they started, but NXT is definitely different now. Basically, uh, they lost Sami Zayn and Bailey. Uh, this year, and NXT is no longer what it was from a couple years ago. It's like a whole new cast of characters, and it's gonna be interesting to see how is they it, run it. 
wasn't Bailey and the Revival like the only two acts that were on Takeover last year? Bro- Takeover Brooklyn last year? Samoa Joe was on it. He okay. fought Baron Corbin. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, <clears throat> put him to sleep. Yep. Um, that was his debut, wasn't it? Yep, something like that. Uh, his debut match? No, it wasn't his debut match. He fought in NXT. As that was his first match. takeover. That was though. his face first takeover. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the SummerSlam, I don't want to spend too much time in NXT. We got a lot to cover. Uh, we had obviously we can start at the beginning or, or excuse me, the uh, main event. Uh, Brock Lesnar busting Randy open, Randy Orton open with Randy open. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, busting Randy open with them elbows. Um, one big elbow shot in particular left a lot of blood pouring out of Orton's head. I felt like it was, it was kind of shocking to see, and we all kind of were wondering like what the hell happened. Like me, not in a sense. I I never for a second thought it was a shoot. Right. Personally, I don't, I don't get and, this. I'm, and I'm very lost at the people that feel like Lesnar went off book and he needed to be punished. And I don't know if they're kayfaving me or if if I if they're not as smart as I think they are. I think a lot. I think a lot of it comes down to there was already resentment from a lot of people that feel like it's sort of bullshit that he's not there's no repercussions for him failing a UFC test and he's back in WWE and no one like there's he's nothing not subject to any type yeah. of. Yeah, so I feel like like you start there and it's like and then. Then you throw in the fact that, like it's he, he his whole feud is pretty much him saying like yeah I am the I am the alpha and the omega and this dude Orton is like the big is like this one of the biggest stars in WWE the second biggest star of the last but fifteen or last fifteen years like the the entirety of the fifteen years or fourteen years really but and like this dude is a, a guy just like the rest of the locker room. He like he literally said Orton is a guy just like the rest of the locker room. Yeah. And then he comes out and they, you know, he tosses he tosses Orton around in the, another match it's just like a great another just Yeah, one fit, or two this dude a million times and there's no story other than Brock Lesnar is a monster. And then he attacks Shane McMahon. Yeah. Um and it looks like he's drifting towards the heel side. Yeah, that's what it seems like. So I feel like a lot of people just... And then, like, you throw out... As long as... It's SummerSlam weekend, so a lot of people are in for those three nights in Brooklyn. That's night two of the three nights. You went over four hours. Um, just the main card. Did not even throw it in the pre-show. Yeah. The matchup lineup of the card was sort of weird. All fucked up. Sort of weird. <laughs> not sort of. Was was weird. And then, like, the match before it, there wasn't even a match. Right. Like, the building ring, they're just a smalls beatdown. And then, like, you end the last match, the main event, like, the, the thing that you deem them, the main event is SummerSlam match, and it's a smalls. Yeah, I had a problem. Like, with people, that. like, you know, you don't, like, that upsets people. Yeah, I had a problem with that. Um, now, being last year, they went off uh, there with that fuck finish with Undertaker and the submission. And all that. But at least that was a real match. Yes. At least they had, a, like, the same, like, okay. You know I hate um, Brock Lesnar versus John Cena at SummerSlam two years ago. Yep. You know I hate that match. But at the same time, he beat the hell out of that man, and it was an actual match where we got a pinfall and a winner. At least when it came to uh, Brock Lesnar and Undertaker, they had an entire match. Or they, they shot an angle the month before. They had an entire match. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a screwball finish that led to a Hell in a Cell match two months later. 
Mm-hmm. And they had a, and they had a, fi- a, fin- a finale to it. There's no end to this with Brock Lesnar yeah. and Gordon. I it don't just, ever expect just, to see them wrestle again. Whooped, he just whooped. He just. He just slapped his skin, whooped his black ass, and then left. Yep. And he'll be back for Royal Rumble. Yep. And it looks like it's going to be Brock versus Shane. And oh, I don't like. We I guess the we, angle. Whoop yeah. somebody else. Whoop another nigga ass. Shoot angle for this guy that, that wrestles once yeah, a year. It's like, like or, why should Shane McMahon have be able to fight these guys? He's in his mid. Who wants to see that? He's. How is he going to stand in there with Brock Lesnar, who's a UFC fighter, at 45, 46 years old? It's bad enough that we had to watch him fight The Undertaker with those horrible-ass punches. He had a bad match at WrestleMania in a cell. And Hell in a Cell. You know, is he the first guy to ever have a Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania that wasn't good? (laughs) Yeah, no, Big Boss Man. Oh yeah, big boss man, Undertaker. Undertaker. Yeah, that's a little different. That's that's like deep. That's but they had, that's ministry. You, that's ministry. Taker. They had a quarter of the time that Shane and Undertaker did. Yeah, sure. So, um, but yeah, but back to the them going off the air with this finish. Like I didn't, I didn't like it. Uh, it just felt too confusing for everyone. Like there, it didn't seem like it was opening a door. Uh, going forward, aside from the eventual Shane McMahon, Brock Lesnar, stare down, showdown, whatever it's going to be. Um, but, I don't know. It's, it And also, what makes it also stupid is, okay, so, like, I guess Brock is, like, exclusively deciding that he's on Raw Ross, but won't wrestle anybody on Raw. Like, he's exclusively only, like, going to wrestle and feud with people that were on, that were on SmackDown. That's the deal. <laughs> like, it was, or, like, I understand the Orton thing was before the draft. Now it's after the draft. What's your excuse now that you, this is going to be a, sh- a thing with Shane? So who's and, why, and why in the fuck would you want to even do with Shane? Like, is he a lap dog for, for Stephanie now? Right. Is that the thing? Step to Daniel Bryan, Brock. How about that? Oh, God. You know? Um, I don't want to see that either. They, um... Yeah, yeah. If they swap down Brian, like no one, no one wants to see that. Um, yeah, motherfuckers revolt. Yeah, yeah. They look. I'm, I'm just glad it wasn't uh, Daniel Bryan that they fed to, to Lesnar two years ago or to Lesnar two years ago. Because yeah. they, they would have really been some cancel the WWE Network type shit over that. <sighs> Ooh. Um, who's gonna beat Brock? Roman Reigns. <laughs> Next, okay, next question. I mean, uh, is, yeah, is, is that too obvious or no? Like, how long are they going to, like, it seems like every WrestleMania, or are they going to try to coordinate this man, like, every yeah. year? Every yeah. year, until we're tired of it. Every every year. Every year, either he's going to win the title or he's going to fight Brock Lesnar. Every year until that man is officially, officially John Cena. And he already halfway there already. Oh, my god! Like, and I don't mean that, like, you know, I don't mean that, like, oh, yeah, you know, Cena's corny. I mean, like... He's the guy. He's the baby face, the top baby face that the kids, lo- kids and women love, and thinks and, is, and, and believes is a nice guy. And there's no reason to believe he's not a nice guy. He seems like a perfectly good human being to me, right? But everybody else does not. Everybody else just can't stand this dude. And he is going to be in the ring with your indie darlings, and you are going to hope, wish, and pray that your indie darling can beat this dude. So. Yeah. Like and he's already became it. Like you saw what happened on Raw, that um that that new edition of Raw or that new era Raw, that new era part two Raw mm-hmm. when he fought Finn Balor. So yep. you already see what's happening here. Like yep. that's the new thing. Like 
Every, like, they like, do, he, like, he's the new John Cena, and every doing, NXT guy is pretty much, like, for him. a version of CM Punk or Daniel Bryan. Just like, you hope, or Cesaro, like, please beat this dude. We want you to beat him yeah. so badly. Like, badly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, badly. Uh, with him, uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like, damn. I lost my train of thought Bro, where I was they, going. They, look, we saw. Oh, okay, yeah. He's he's not he's not getting over. And I'll tell you why. They keep having to do all these little tricks. Yeah, but You're he's right. not over because. You're right. You're right. Like, if he was over, you wouldn't have to do all these look, tricks. It's not even that. If it wasn't going to get John Cena over with the crowd, like, like he's I, fighting the foreigners. He he can fight as many foreigners as you want as 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 you want to throw at him. He can have as many um, suicide dives up the top rope as you want. He can have as many from um, full full head of steam down the aisle to the to Spear. the four spears as you want. He can have as many drive bys as you want. Spears, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, sit out power bombs, sit out uh, razor edges. It's just we're just not having it. No, like. He can do all that stuff. Believe. The issue with Roman Reigns for most people isn't the, for most people in their minds. It isn't no one like I don't find anybody as a reasonable person that thinks that dude's a terrible wrestler. Um, except those assholes. And, no, um, I said reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Those people are reasonable. Yeah. Most, the most people that watch that watch Roman enough Re- wrestling can, will all agree with you that Roman Reigns is the model of consistency on pay per view wrestling. Who know, knows that he, you look at his res- resume on on, on pay per views and big matches and knows that that dude. Has a pretty good batting average for delivering. Yeah, that's not the issue here. The issue is we don't like that dude. That dude's corny for whatever reason. Yeah, we want like it's him. It's just never going. We're never going to accept it. So either you push through, and we gonna boo the hell out of the dude every single time, and you have to turn down uh, uh, the, the audio mix of the booze like you've been doing for two years running now, or y'all give up you know, and, and be like boo. See how I turn that volume down? It would be just like that. Yeah. So it, it, it it's like I feel like they they've come to a part where they're accepted. Cause look, you know they're really only two guys that go in the title now, right? Oh yeah. We, either we Seth got... or him, <laughs> bro. If he wants the title back out there, he just took him off suspicion. That's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> he's like, yeah, let me... Look, because Big Cass, like he's not gonna win the title. Oh, no. Uh, it, they who knows what they want to do with Owens? They can't give it to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens needs he's, to he's got to rehabilitate. They got to rehabilitate. That man been too much in that mid car wash with all them other guys. Like he may, have, like I'm not saying he may as well be Cesaro, but like to the average fan, like that dude yeah. Cesaro. And not saying that being Cesaro is bad because Cesaro is awesome. Well, you but, know what they think of Cesaro. Yeah. Um. So let's g- keep going through the SummerSlam card. We got stuck yeah. for a while. Um. Finn Balor and Seth Rollins and. He defeated Seth Rollins at the same time. Got injured. Uh, they had the new Red Championship belt, the Eve Marie title. Um, All red, everything. Yeah, uh, it got booed. Like it, it got booed. Yes, it got booed like Eve Marie. I, I don't see why we don't just give that belt the Eve Marie Memorial belt, as they say. Uh, Balor defeated Rollins in a good match. Uh, very af- yeah. better than it was. Like I watched the second time around, it's better the second time around. Very like, athletic. You, like get away from all the boos and the crowd trying to shit on it. Mm-hmm. Match is a lot better. Yeah. Um. I, I. What I will say is, uh, I feel like now knowing that this dude, how early he separated his shoulder in that match and how he popped it back in the socket and continued to wrestle, mm-hmm. I think 
Like by the time he comes back, he might be more over than if he was to have won the title and kept going. Yeah, like if he had been go- like if he had been champion for these six months, as opposed to like when he comes back six months from now, I feel mm-hmm. like he'll be more over than than if he had, was still here with us. Yeah, because like it's not a thing of legend. Like this dude, we gave this dude this push, or he came in the door like instantly over, had a got a title shot, won the belt. Like and if things went left and this dude was such a soldier, he was able to pop his arm back and decide to continue. Like, like who's the other guy that ever came? Like, is he like is the giant the only other guy that ever came in and immediately got a, and won the belt? Like his first yeah. month in the business, yeah, first month into the you know into the company, into the big show, the big time. Yeah, um, Seth Rollins uh, is on the other end of another injury, like with this buckle bomb, yeah, all this stuff. Guys don't train to fall backwards without falling on their backs for the ground. Like, they're not falling backwards. You know, when they're thrown through the air, they don't have control of that. You know, it's not like taking the turnbuckle. The only thing that I would say, okay. Off an average whip. If you think he actually is dangerous, what you're really saying is, hey, Seth, can you just not do the buckle barrier Cade bomb anymore. Okay, gotcha. Like to say he's actually dangerous, I don't I'm not really buying that. To say that um to say that he's reckless, I necessarily wouldn't say that. I mean he if I if I were to say like things that I wish he you know, things that were in his control that he could have handled he could have that if he was safer he would have um things that would have not got injured. I would say one, his knee was a freak accident. I, I mean, he's done that a million times, and he still does it now. And his knees only blown out once. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the only thing that I would blame for is like, I mean, Sting's old, Sting's old as shit. Um, Balor stuck his arm back into the barricade as opposed to just landing flat. If he never sticks arm back, it never, he never dislocates his shoulder. I think, I think he didn't realize where he was. Yeah, you know I'm saying, but yeah. like that's not on, like I can't control how this dude handles a bump. Right. Right? Like I mean I put him in, I put him flat back towards the thing and he stuck his arm back there. That's not I can't mm-hmm. you know um I would say but one thing for sure is like yeah he, he put a knee here he, he put a knee smooth into Cena's uh Fizz. N- bridge of his nose and like I mean what that was dangerous. I remember when it happened I was like what the fuck is he doing? Like <laughs> that was dangerous. That was dangerous. Like you can't control that. Like, but other. So really, honestly, like if you're, re- I really feel like most people are really feeling like they should. But most are more leaning towards. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like most people are leaning towards stop doing the barricade bomb mm-hmm. thing or what deal. I've seen a lot of people say Seth Rollins is dangerous. Of course, Bret Hart came out again and talked about him. I feel like it's just something Rollins is going to have to answer for at some point. Like the second he's on an awesome podcast, like there's going to be a question about these injuries and stuff like that. He's just going to have to address it and then to end it once and for all. But, uh, yeah, but I, I agree. But, like, if you just look at it from, like, the way I broke it, like, just look at it case by case or whatever. All right. Two of them things, two of these things don't happen if it's not for the guy in question or, yeah, for the like, guy in question's part. But, like, yeah, Stink's old. Stink's yeah. really, really old. Like, there's a reason why old guys don't wrestle. <laughs> things break off. And it's really hard to do that over and over and over every single night. Um, so, you know, like, so do we think John Cena's, like, dangerous? Because, like, those two times he fought Cena, or two times he fought Rock, Rock got hurt both times? 
Do we do we say that or no? I don't know. No, no. Because I don't. I, I mean, I don't say that. But I mean, if we're that's what we're uh, doing, I don't like know. Rock wrestled twice against Cena, and both times Cena got hurt or Rock got hurt. I think I don't remember exactly how the Rock got hurt, but it, there was nothing specific we could. That it's not a move that I can remember him getting hurt off of. So I'd, I would have to go back and look at some of the news coverage to see exactly. I know no, we had the adductor. The adductor thing was on a specific move. Oh, I forgot okay. what it was though, but it was a specific move. Um, speaking of Cena, uh, he was he gave up. It seems like uh, <laughs> on Sunday night, he didn't uh, want none. He didn't want none. Uh, AJ Styles defeated John Cena in perhaps the WWE match of the year. Um, they gave Styles the super push, and it looks like it was going to lead into the title feud, and yes, it did. Um, AJ Styles is has finally arrived. This was the night, I feel like we've said that before, that he's finally arrived, but this is like... It's legitimate to where, like, okay, there's no reason... It's the first time you can say, alright, there is no reason why this dude is, can't, is not the champion in the next... Four, five, six months. Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of that's the kind of like juice he has now. As opposed to where it was like this dude's clearly just the best in-ring performer that WWE has right now, and they're giving him the, the main event. Like now that dude might be the main event for SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Like he is. Like he might be the real boss of SmackDown. Like this dude's like I. I He's phenomenal. Okay. I'm not. Is he the? Is he? Is he had the best like, in ring year anyone's had since Daniel Bryan 2013? It's right up there with with that. Um, I wouldn't say it's at that because Daniel Bryan like fuck every single week. Like, yeah. but um, he's got a better pay per view resume than Daniel Bryan in 2013. But I I, I mean there were a lot of fuck finishes. Fuck finishes. Anyway. Like Dan, the thing with Daniel Bryan was like so every raw ass match booty like, finish. Yeah, he have raw, raw match or great pay, great t- or on TV every uh, like great on TV like there was like every three weeks he had a like a match that you had that that should be remembered um, forever. Yeah, <laughs> on on TV and just like get the pay per view and oh yeah, um, we gonna fuck you. Yeah, you gonna bury you gonna you gonna lose. Oh yeah, Finn Balor giving the title that you know right away immediately. You know we couldn't just we they, you know we we just had to make sure Daniel Bryan couldn't win no no yeah, championship. You no, know, but I, but anyway, just to get back to like because we got kind of got off track with we bring Daniel Bryan thing. But yeah, like he's been like I think he's I think so far like the year he's had if we were like to say he was he if he was this consistent how he's been so far since since Royal Rumble to now. Like for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. I would say he had a better year than Seth Rollins did last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Seth Rollins did two years ago. Like, yeah, it might be. 2014 like, was a weird year for me. Like, um, because it might be better than it. I mean, we might be like it might be better than John Cena's Open Challenge year last year. Like we're at that level. Like every show, this dude, like Josh had asked me what was the best match. Um, what did I think of Ziggler Ambrose? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Ziggler Styles um, on Tuesday, and oh, what was the match? I think um, Brian Zane to open Raw. And I was like, well, one of those matches are like one of the best matches on TV, and the other one was like really, really good match. It was just a really, really good match. Right. So he asked me like, rank all the really good 
all the best matches of, on TV this year from SmackDown and Raw. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, bro, like, most of these are all, like, Ziggler or, or Ziggler or AJ Styles. Like, the best match I have right now probably is still uh, Y2AJ versus The New Day. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit was, like... That was there ridiculous. was one that was missing. It was it was the one he won the number one con- contender after uh, the night after WrestleMania. Who did he wrestle? It was Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, and Cesaro. I forgot about that. Yeah. That match was real. <laughs> yeah, it's, like that, like that's where we're at now with AJ Styles. And now, like, I don't know. Like, it's sort of weird because... Is anyone know, rooting for Dean Ambrose? It's crazy. But he, that's, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Why it's so weird because he, you know, he was on fire as a babyface. They brought Cena back and turned him heel. And then, like, he's worked great as hell, but everyone wants to cheer the dude. Right. Like... Like, how are they going to make this dude... How are they going to make... What is he going to do to make people want to boo him and cheer for Ambrose? Because at this point... It ain't happening, man. You know, you know, you go look back at the Pops on SummerSlam before he beat Ziggler. And everyone was like, you know what? Why did I get my hopes up for Ziggler anyway? After, like, we, we've already known that they don't give a fuck about him. Right. So, like, when he came out, Ziggler had a bigger pop of the night. Between those two. People was ready. And... You know, during the rest, during the you know the title intro for each wrestler, there was a light smattering of booze for Ambrose. Like people wanted Ziggler to win. Yeah, because and, and they were supposed to want him to win because so, that's how the the program shook out. So like now, I just you know I don't know. Were we supposed to just love Dean Ambrose again? Like yeah, I, it don't like, exactly work like that. Yeah, like I mean, especially did you see when your boy came out to this SmackDown dressed like? Oh, uh, Ambrose, he had yeah. the... Uh, the big cowboy hat. Yeah, that shit looked ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You know, do you, do you remember... Um, Not bus, drawing a dime wearing that. Do you remember the video to uh, Bus Rhymes, Give Me Some All? Not not particularly, no. But, like, okay, like, okay so... But any, is, it looked like... He was dressed super-duper, car, like, cartoonish throughout that whole video, Buster. Right. Like, so, like, it's almost like a caricaturist. Like, like he's basically like a caricaturist, like, brought... To, Brought to life, like the drawings brought to life. Mm-hmm. So you'll see him, like you'll see Buster dressed in this ridiculous, like suit, like he's a like he's a CEO or something. And you'll see him dressed in Wild Wild West. And like I could have swore, like when you look at the chaps that Buster was wearing, the 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 vest over the tucked in shirt with the belt buckle mm-hmm. and the big mustache, like the wildly like the uh, Yosemite Sam mustache, right. and the two guns blazing. He had the same size cowboy hat on as the Ambrose. Ridiculous, bro. Like, 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 I'm like, what kind of, like, if Ole Anderson would have been watching this, he'd be like, this is the shits. Amen. You know. We saw Arn Anderson this week on yes, SmackDown. We did. Yeah, yes, we did. Double A, you know. <laughs> threw up before for y'all boys. But uh, anything else big on SummerSlam? Charlotte and Sasha Banks. We got Charlotte won the championship yep. back. Uh, Sasha's injured. What? Okay, so, like, is it just... Like, it, are we moving towards a, a situation now? Now looking back at it, because now what we've gone over on this on this show so far, are we in a situation where like WWE is virtually is really trying to like make controversial like booking decisions to make us think like instead of it just being a stupid like booking decision that everything they're doing is for some type of like um, nefarious reason? They have a plan without having a plan. So if that uh, makes any sense. So, like for example, all right. So we're gonna have you split open Orton's head mm-hmm. to make it seem like you went off book. Yep. 
we're going to beat Charlotte in such a for in such a dumb circumstance that people are going to think that um, people are going to start like jumping for assumptions like oh she felt a wellness violation just like mm. the other two girls already did earlier in the week. We're going to you know run Daniel Bryan ass out of the, out of the stadium, run him out the arena, run his ass out the arena. Uh, talking shit, talking cash shit to him, and maybe people think he might be coming back. Right? Like, is that like the thing now? Apparently, because we're gonna have Cena, we're gonna have Cena lose and put the never give up um, headband in the ring and walk off like he may be retiring. Even it's like though, tease a bunch of shit, pay off none of it. Like yeah, <laughs> that's, yes, 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 that's yes. kind of like yes, you know, yes. like if we do get a payoff, they're they're laying like they're trying to plant trees that they don't plan on watering. Like yeah, <laughs> and. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, like, summer, what, like overall grade for like SummerSlam. Break, like, break Joe's jaw, and he'll show up somewhere a month, four months from now. Right. We don't know where, but he'll show right. up somewhere. Uh, uh, I'd probably say SummerSlam was like a C minus. I give it a C. C. I don't know. Like, I think it was, it was okay. I think the man. I think ultimately, um, the replays will be better than what it was originally because. We're gonna look back and be like, "Wow, people lost their fucking minds and shat on a really, really good match over a uh, belt, over a belt color." Um, yeah, and you know, if you're into the Lesnar beatdowns, then the ma- then the car is gonna look better to you than than I do. Cause Y'all I'm, marks are getting worked too. I'm not into it. Like I just want to tell them people, they're marks for getting worked like that. I mean, we're all marks. No. Do you, they, got, do you have the booking? Do you have the booking? The booking uh, sheet in front of you, sir. Do I don't have, have the, the booking sheet. Okay, then you're a mark. I know it hurts. I know it don't feel good, but we're all marks, man. I understand that, but what I'm saying is, you know, they, they ain't paying attention to the things that you're things not. They should be paying yes, attention to. you know, yeah. it was clearly an intentional hard way. Like right. I think I said that immediately, like on the thing. Like Lesnar, yeah, I was like intentional hard way. Lesnar's the king of the intentional hard way. Like, like we know match, how this works. His first match back in the WWE after the UFC stand when he he opened up Cena the same exact way, right? Like, right. so it was like. This ain't. This isn't even like a situation where it's like. It's like people have he, short this memories. This is the first time he's done it. Like this is like the, the third. Time, like the third time <laughs> he did Undertaker too, right? He was bleeding in the match with Roman Reigns. Yeah, but like that's different to take an elbow. That man actually say, you know, I'm going no. to, I'm going to risk killing myself by posting myself in the head to the to the fucking post. Like so, yeah. Like if you include him, like, yeah, he's the king of the hard way. Yeah. Um, Brock Lesnar and Chris Jericho. Do you want to talk about this? Thing. Sure, why not? Okay, apparently um, there was some type of altercation backstage between Brock and Jericho after the main event. Uh, Jericho went up to Michael Hayes asking him if that was the finish. Uh, apparently Hayes didn't want to answer him and Jericho said the word bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it was, you know, this is bullshit, you're not telling me that you're trying to work me or whatever. And Lesnar's walking in at the same time, he hears him, and all of a sudden, apparently Chris Jericho's the, the most brave man alive and, you know, gets, gets to tussling with Brock Lesnar. Like, and, I didn't, I didn't tussle with you know, him. they're getting tangled up and, you know, calling each other, you know, names we can't repeat well, no, on no, air. no, 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 no. From what I heard, it was Lesnar was caught was saying all sorts of types of stuff to Jericho. Jericho, and then people and the reports were that he said things. And one thing I thought I didn't like was people that are, are like Meltzer and slash Alvarez, like they said that he said stuff that isn't acceptable and stuff that you know I'm not going to repeat because it's not stuff that 
you could be saying was like, hey man, your job is to protect these people. Like your job is to report the news. Like if he said, like if he called him, uh, you know, anything a home, if he called him like a homosexual slur, you need people need to know that he said it. Right. Like if the word is actually like, I don't know why you're trying to hide. Like what? What Brock got you on papers? Like yeah. And I'm I'm saying like, come on, man. Like your job, like either don't report the story or report it. Like which one are you gonna do? Report the whole story or don't? Right. It is, you know, and obviously you you have your more than you know you have your two sources to report to corroborate this story mm-hmm. that this dude said what he said because obviously you're like I ain't getting into it. You didn't say I'm not getting into it because I only had one source. So I ain't getting into it because it's not acceptable at this time to say that kind of stuff. Right? It's like them old boys will be boys type shit. Like nah, man. Like those days are over. Yeah, like, Ryan Lochte. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh man, yeah, and Chris Jericho, brave guy. Um. I wouldn't be something on no Brock Lesnar. Call me what you want, Brock. Well, first of all, uh, I'm at, like given the story. I imagine Brock. I imagine Jericho's like, I'm not even talking to you. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And then it goes from there because, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, all that. Like you hear all these stories about guys who just like you know once they come from behind that curtain, they still on that. They still in that zone. It's, it takes a while to cool down or whatever. Right. So and you know that man's still on level t- level eleven. <laughs> uh, you you want to go into some of these questions first? Before? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, first question from Daniel, I, I remarried, um, he said, is the Miz going to fight with Daniel Bryan and is Chris Jericho going to end up fighting Brock Lesnar? I mean, (laughs) I'm, I'm threatening to, I'm leaning towards no with both of those. Didn't Lesnar take, uh, Jericho off air like a couple years ago? It was like the end of 2015. He gave him that F5. I want to that say. took him off air, right? Yeah, and he was like hosting. He was back one night as the Raw GM or something like that, and Lesnar gave him the F five. Okay, so you know WWE is like blurring this work shoot line or whatever. I don't know. It's certainly possible, uh, Daniel. But I, I, if I had to handicap one out of the, the two happening, it would be definitely that before Dan Bryan and Miz because we just don't know. With the whole Dan Bryan situation, it's going to be interesting because there's a report that it, they're saying they're going to start bringing more wrestlers in to comment on Dan Bryan having to retire early and all this stuff, and it's just going to infuriate us. And they realize it's cheap heat, and yeah, they're going to exploit us. Um, my, my question is like, I wonder what made them decide to air to put that on Talking Smack as opposed to putting it on the show. Because, you know, Miz only, the only spot Miz had on on SmackDown was when Slater was looking for a tag team partner, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, and he had, and, and Miz, the jerk he is, is on Bluetooth. Yeah, that shit was, in the year that shit was legendary. When was the last time you seen somebody do Bluetooth? Bro, I only see, like, business people wearing Bluetooth. No, I'm saying, how long ago was that, though? I didn't see, see him on a regular, but it's, okay. it's only, like, a specific group of people that I see with them. But that Bluetooth shit is not where it's at. Like, use your damn phone. Um, So, next question comes from Jeremy Donovan. Jeremy, what's up? Uh, He said, what's next for Dolph Ziggler? He lost to Dean Ambrose. And he lost to AJ Styles. Where can he go from here? Uh, He can go to hell. Um, (laughs) You know, he could come out as uh, Colonel Sanders, you know. Uh, That's another thing. Miz was the fucking chicken. Yes. Like, it's... Yes, the fucking chicken on SummerSlam. It was it was the Miz versus at least uh, Ziggler went over. You know he didn't I lose guess. to the chicken. I guess. Um, 
I just want Miz will do anything, bro. Like Miz in these commercials now, bro. Miz will walk twenty miles for you barefoot. Bro, like, like you see Miz. <laughs> I remember one, a couple years ago, maybe like a year or so ago, when it, it, like peak Stephanie, um, peak Stephanie, as if there, as if the peak ever fell off, right? But, right. Um, back when we were getting Steph- back when we were getting Stephanie every single week, right? So. Miz, I, Miz was um, talking about like, yeah, you know, I, I need to talk to you because I need, you know, I need some help with this, that, and the third. And then she basically blew him off and was like, Miz, let me remind you who you are. Like, let me tell you, let me, like, let me put you in your place, more right? And just like, you're the guy that when we need a uh, grocery store open, we send to, uh, we send for public relations. Like, you're basically like, you're a pawn, basically. Like, you're, the, you're like the guy. You're like our go for. Like, go for this, go for that, whatever. Right. And I was just like, damn. Like, uh, even back then, like, Stephanie was out here telling the truth about Miz. Like, we'll have Miz wow. go out there and do anything, and Miz will do it because he loves the business, but he can't wrestle where he ain't wrestling damn. at all. He, he's good at everything but the wrestling. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, as far as Dolph Ziggler, he lost that match to AJ. I feel like he has to turn heel, and I've been saying this about Ziggler since Russell, pretty much since the calendar drop in 2016. Okay. Well, do this. Who's on the roster right now that he can wrestle and. I feel like he has to get involved in this Dean and AJ feud, and then whoever loses fights Ziggler. Really? Yeah. Like, he, he's going to screw somebody at the pay-per-view I feel or like something. Two, I feel like those two are going to be... The, I feel like they're going to be off in their own world for for two or three months. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean... I mean, I guess... I mean, because... I mean, I, what I will say is... It seems like they might be setting up a promo... Or like a Like a... Like this type of TV program for him and AJ Ziggler and AJ, yeah, and it might like be a situation where those two wrestle now, and you're right, it might, so it might be some interference, and then it turns to a three way or whatever. But like case Ziggler and AJ has such Ziggler and AJ has such such a good match, you'd be like, I don't see why they why they're not wrestling each other um, on a right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe you're right. But I don't. Other than that, I don't see what else they could be doing with him right now. Like I can't. There's nobody else that's just out there without a match that I'm thinking like, yeah, they should be. They should be doing that. Unless, like, because honestly, you don't want to see him and uh, Miz go at it. Yeah. Again. Uh-uh. Ziggler and Miz, like we've been there, done that. We've been like, there. We've been there, done that, and like. Miz already so got the opponent there, too. Done that. Like we have, like Ziggler's done that. He's been an IC champion. Like yep. he had a whole run two years ago. I think I said that in the group to someone. They were like, "Well, why don't they let him fight for the IC title?" I was like, "He kind of already did that." Like he did that. He did that, and then like he was done with it. And now, like the last three, the last like four weeks, he's sort of proven he's past the IC scene. Right. Um. Am I tripping or is SmackDown up four to one? I would, uh, I would say. I mean, and, in, and some of the weeks have a, been very close. What I'll say is, in, in a world where there are no draws in this situation, like if there are any any draws, like win loss draws, then yeah, they are for one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, should, I would say should, that. should we start evaluating with draws or no? Okay, what I will say is, if there has been draws in it, then I think probably it would be like maybe two one two. Mm-hmm. SmackDown. Yeah, 2-1-2 two, two yeah. in favor of SmackDown. Um, some of these weeks, a couple of these have been pretty close. On to... Like, but if we're including talking smack into, like, SmackDown, <laughs> then, yeah, it would be 4-1, definitely. Um, so, we've got a question from Kiara Marshall. What's going on, Kiara? Um, 
who's going to be the inaugural SmackDown Women's Champion? I guess we can roll that to all the vacant titles. Uh, so let's start with the women. Um, Nikki Bella is back. The, what's the gimmick for it again? It's a six-pack challenge. Oh. And all the divas minus Eva Marie will be in the match. Right, right. Um, that is Nikki Bella, Carmella, Natalia, Becky Lynch, Naomi, and there's one more. Uh, I'm missing somebody. Wait. Um, Becky, Naomi... Why does everybody on the on WWE main roster call her Naomi? No idea. Okay. Um, like, talking smack, the Usos were on there. Renee called... Alexa Bliss. Yeah. That's Renee called um, Naomi Naomi, and her husband's right the fuck there, and they're like, <laughs> no, that's not her gimmick. That's not... She, her name's not Naomi, it's Naomi. She, he just rolled along with it. It's like... Damn, bro. Not I guess they so used to them. Fuck. Yeah, like, first off, they used to it. I guess they so used to it. Like the thing that blows me is Naomi is a common name. Like you, everyone's heard of someone named Naomi. Naomi is more like is the lesser name, the less known name. Mm-hmm. So why all of a sudden it's like they're going with the more exotic, exotic name? Like it's weird. <laughs> it's like I, I, it just doesn't. Yeah, doesn't compute. It, it just go, kind of goes okay. Um, now, if I had a hand, I guess we can go from. To me, it really only comes down to two people. Um, Nikki either, or Becky. Yep, and yeah. and we saw what the crowd wanted Monday. Every, the whole crowd erupted in Becky chance yeah. right next to Nikki Bella. Yeah. Um, it looks like they're going to be going with Nikki Bella as the top baby face in the division, which is a mistake because Bellas don't work as faces. They work it. It just doesn't work after a while, man. Like, it just, like, like people can't get past the fact that they hate, like, pretty much with the Roman Reigns thing. Like, they, it's just her, bro. Like, I think Nikki's, like, an excellent wrestler, talker. I think Nikki's a, okay. I think Nikki is a. I like good, the power moves. I think Nikki is a good wrestler, and that's it. Like, that's a far, that's why I'm stopping. Like, if, if one, okay, if the scale is one. Like one or zero is your awful. You're the worst wrestler ever. Like that's the Braun Strowman category. <laughs> the Braun Strowman and, division. And then ten, you're like is the Nakamura thing. And then somewhere like, I would say for I would say she's somewhere in like that in like the five six range. Mm-hmm. I don't under like she's a she's like she, I don't have any issues with her. She's um, I feel like you know. In 2014, she had a really, really, really good, um, like, um, launch pad to go off of when she turned the hill on her sister, mm-hmm. and she did awfully with it, but, um, she had a, she was a champion for 200 some odd days, um, she had a neck injury, um, she's back, I don't really, like, she, everyone, I think everyone was, was happy to see her back at SummerSlam, yeah. but, like, by the time it was two days past, she was back, it was like... Yeah, we can't be seeing Nikki Bella be champion. Like, I've, so I don't. I don't know. Like, I if it ain't Becky Lynch, it ain't right. What What I will say is, I feel like she could do either job pretty well for uh, what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But um, you see, they made Carmella basically. Like, basically, they're saying Carmella's the fake Nikki Bella. Like that's what I don't they're saying. How that makes sense, you know? Because the kind of like the the quote unquote urban fashion. Uh, yeah, with the backwards hats and the sneakers and all that stuff. And like, I don't. Yeah, like, I, yeah, that's what they're doing with this, James. You really think so? Yes, and that's what people were picking up on it too. Like, I, I was just seeing it. It's like, yeah, and 
Yeah, that's what they're doing with this. Yeah. But uh, I, I'll, like, I'll say Becky Lynch, Kiara. I, I, I mean, I think it... And throw like, Becky a bone. Damn, like, why can't right. she be champion? Like, she, the crowd still loves her. Like The new outfit is raw, she too. She dressed like Xena Warrior Princess. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Let her be champion. Quit hating. Like, um, she's clear, like... She's the second best. She is at worst the second best wrestler that the SmackDown roster has. She is the most over woman that they have. I I don't see what the issue is. Like she's the youngest, too. Like or not the youngest, but I mean like the uh, she's she's younger than the other two that that could change. Right. All right. Like she's five years younger than Nikki Bella. Just want you rank the rank the six women as far as people that are most likely to be champion. Okay. So there is. I, I know there's a huge gulf between Alexa, between two and three, but Nikki, Naomi, Natalia, and Carmella. Carmella's last. She has to be at the bottom. Uh, Alexa. Yeah, because she's not established enough that I think that you even put her over Naomi, especially after Naomi's new entrance. Naomi. That's at, fair. At four. So Natalia is. Even though Naomi, Naomi's always number one in the hearts of One Nation Radio. Yeah. Uh, um, so <laughs> Natalia number three. three. Nikki two, Becky one. Yeah. All right. She's the youngest out of. She's out of eight. I thought there's only three people that could possibly even like. If I think if you put gave Natalia the belt, it's more or less just like a lifetime achievement thing, and it'll be, <laughs> it'll be a shocker. So but at the same time, like. That still leaves Becky as the youngest out of those three. So knowing them, Alexa Bliss is going to win the title. Nah, um, <laughs> uh, let's go to the, the tag team championship. Uh, I feel like the the door is wide open for the Usos to turn heel in the finals and defeat American Alpha by cheating to win those belts. You know what? It feels almost like um, the tag team tournament last year. I'm not tag team. The uh, the number one contendership tournament it was gonna that led to Reigns being in the main event against Rollins for Rollins pulls knee out. Yeah. Whereas like you watch that Raw, it's like we're gonna get Ambrose versus versus Reigns in this in this main event of Raw. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like yeah we're gonna get American Alpha versus Us- the Usos in this main event uh, uh, for these belts. Yeah. Uh, do they need to turn hill? Yes. Yes, but the question is when though? Do, do they turn hill like? In the match. In the match or after the match or, or like, in the lead-up. Like, when they're talking shit back and forth to each other um, at the paper, like, on the way to the pay-per-view. Right. Or, or do they turn him, like, let's Why say, like, on let's the go-home show or let's something. Let's do it on Talking Smack. Well, you know, that's where they do all the good <laughs> stuff. Okay, um, the Men's Raw Championship. Yeah. Now, James. Apparently, if I got this right... If there's a vacant championship, all you need to do is have your music hit to declare <laughs> that you're that you're a contender. So tell me, James, why did every single person on the roster not walk out to the ring? I don't know. It just I, looks, I will say this, looks I so I, fake. I think it's rather interesting that like Sammy Zayn was like Johnny on the spot, like oh oh, hit my music, yeah. I'm walking out this yep. right now. Yep, I want it now, like. <laughs> I will say this. I, I thought was probably the funniest. Why the fuck was Enzo Amore out the, there? I think the funniest. I think the two funniest things that happened at Summer uh, SummerSlam, you know, this, these past four days surrounding SummerSlam, uh, on t- not not including Talking Smack, right? Yeah. So 
One was Kevin Owens mocking mocking the Running Man challenge from Enzo, which is like, bro, that shit's played out now. That shit's months old. Yeah. Uh, Mocking him. And two, when he said everyone in this ring, when Stephanie saw Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Rollins, Jericho, Owens, Cass, and they're all in the ring saying all these guys deserve uh, title shots or whatever, and Owens... Always looks at points, points, and looks like disgusted at uh, towards Enzo. Like him, even this man, like really? What the fuck? This, this dude's been getting his ass with every, every single match. week on this fucking. You on lose this fucking every show. match. Yeah, this man always losing. Like, all this man do is get whooped on. What do you mean him? <laughs> like, bro, I, like, bro, I, how is Big Cass a contender in this dying. match? Like, like you know that makes no sense. Look, do you know they are? Uh, they were one switch away from having Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens have the TV match of the year next week. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, man. like Reigns and Rollins pair off, Owens and Zayn pair off, and then you know just get it. Well, wait, if I'm remember right, Cash beat uh, Rusev. Rusev Cass walked Rusev. out. Yeah, Rusev walked out because it, yeah. Let's talk about this. Let me talk. Let's talk about the baby face. It is Rusev. Rusev. Yes, the honorable, uh, this honorable champion that we have. Who did Rusev fight at last pay before summer or before SummerSlam? Oh man, who was it? It was Ryder. Ryder, right? yeah, Ryder. Okay, he whoops on Ryder. All right. Um, he had somebody get in his face. Does not like a dude. Does not like. He didn't even know he was an employee, so he's like, "I can't put my hands on a fan." Mm-hmm. Walks away. Good guy. Besides, like, there's a dude that shouldn't be belong that doesn't belong in the ring. In the <laughs> ring, I'm not gonna fight that dude. Literally, you know, goes to Raleigh, but yep. he's like, I'm not gonna put my hands on this dude. All like, right, I want no parts. I'm out here. I want a match. Take my I'm title. Going. Take my woman. Leaving. I'm out here. Next sound. So he shows up, um, and he he Roman Reigns comes out, interrupts him one time. He walks away. Roman Reigns, uh, Rock, Seth. The very next week, Rusev comes out, and he has it. TV shows showing the crowd is fans like, hey, I, w- I know some of y'all care about this stuff. Like, I want to show you some wedding pictures or whatever. Yep. Reigns interrupts again. Yep. Like, they get into a tussle. Happens one more thing. Like, he wants a title match. Like, bro, like, this ain't the appropriate way you handle business or stuff. Right. Like, I'm handling something else. Like, you come with me some other time, maybe we can do some business, but not right now. Kid rocks. <laughs> then Foley says, hey, this guy interrupted, like, you know what you're doing this week? You got to fight him. And then he's like, but comes out next week and says, hey, I'm going to um, do more of this stuff. Yeah. And next thing you know, Reigns comes in and he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to interrupt your thing again so that I can get a title shot. And then he starts telling all these jokes about Lana's babies will look like Sasquatches or whatever. Yep. And starts disrespecting his wife, and then they get and start tussling, and then a lot of push into the cake. Push to the cake. So then it's, it's one of those you got to prove your love store uh, types of deals that happens in life. It comes up. I mean, we, last time Simon was on, we had any situations where we asked him, like, you ever been in a situation where, like, you know, something happens and you pretty much have to defend your your you know your lady's honor. Yep. And he, you know, he said he said no, but like this is one of these rocks in a hard place type of deals that. You have to deal with, you know, and now he's in there and he's fighting Ruth or fighting Reigns and then Reigns and what an them, asshole and Roman yeah, Reigns is. gets into and they get to SummerSlam and they start fighting and he ends up injuring Rusev. Is like, okay, you know, 
Rusev did jump him. That's fair. Yeah. And, you know. But he had that coming, man. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did all this stuff. He deserved to get jumped on first. He ended in the situation. He ends up with broken ribs. And that's, you know, for a title shot, for a, shot, for a title shot, he's in this match against this, this seven-foot, this allegedly seven-foot giant. Yep. He's wrestling with tapes, with, with his ribs taped up. And he, he just can't go. He's like, hey, man, like, don't that sound like a good guy to you? Like, I don't, like, like, that's, like, why are we building all this sympathy for Rusev? He's a heel. I don't understand. Like, what are y'all doing here? Yeah. Uh, like I said, every single guy on the roster should have walked out to yeah. try to claim a spot in this tournament. It's ridiculous why they didn't. Um, so they've got Reigns versus Cass versus Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. I feel like it's way too early for Cass. They can't go back to Roman right now. I mean, Seth did just lose. If it's me, I'm putting the belt on Kevin Owens and just letting him like run wild. My question: I don't under, I don't see. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. But seeing that, all right. My my thing is they're not exactly like, about if, equal if, opportunity. If my though. thing is this: given where we are now, if I'm thinking along the lines of if this guy were to lose. Given how long we have, right? Given that we have that their pay per view isn't until like September twenty fifth or something. It so is the raw pay per view. Yeah, 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 it's like, like towards the middle. So, given you have all these all these weeks to where you have these matches, um, you have these matches build a champion and build a pro build a pay per view build mm-hmm. after that. Like think like this: Kevin Owens has Jericho. Uh, Roman Reigns has Rusev. Yep. Cass has Enzo. If Seth isn't a champion, where the hell does he go? I guess he fights like Sami Zayn or whatever. I don't Without, know. Uh, yeah. I guess, but I guess, yeah, I yeah, guess. Maybe, maybe they keep him and, him and uh, Reigns going at some point because maybe they're moving Rusev away from Reigns. Never know. It, am I wrong if you like to think that every single time we're we're headed towards a Reigns Rollins like one on one feud like something gets in the way. <laughs> something needs to move around. I, it's sort of weird. Yeah, like we got them at Money in the Bank, but it just it didn't seem like it seemed like there the was one, more. That was the one time. It seemed like there was a lot more there that needs to. There be. was like they would have had a feud right then for month for the next couple months if not for the fact there was a brand split. And also Roman Reigns failing the wellness test. That too. Um, we didn't talk about even Marie failing the wellness test last week. Okay. We only got to Paige and Del Rio. So she apparently didn't get her paperwork in, in on time for her prescription for Adderall. That's what happened? Yep. She didn't have her, she didn't have her physician paperwork in for an, for an exemption. Yep. And she got, you know, she violated the policy there. Oh, rules are rules. Whatever. Yep. She she rolls came up, she came out up. and took it a whole nother direction than her husband did, who was pretty much on Twitter like losing his damn mind. Um, he reminds me. You remember Sarah Stokes from making the, making the band? Not her, not her husband. Yes, that's what he reminds me of. Wow. Um, for those of you guys that weren't you know watching making the band, he was like the overbearing husband manager, and I get that vibe from this guy, uh, Jonathan Coyle. Seems like a good guy on a reality show, but, you know, it's always weird when, you know, your husband's your manager and you're a woman in showbiz. It's like, you know, there's a lot going on there. A lot of controlling there, yes. Um, um, 
But uh, let's see. So uh, your your pick for champion. I'm I'm gonna pick Owens. I'm going to pick Seth Rollins. Um, could you do me a favor and explain why you think Kevin Owens? While I uh, first while I go and um, Google Sarah Stokes 2016 real quick. <laughs> okay. Um, so we know all the things that Kevin Owens can do. He can talk for segments at a time and eat up. Uh, Lots of uh, space uh, as far as uh, segments. He can wrestle against pretty much anyone on the roster. Um, and he was already, you know, a great Intercontinental Champion. He was the the required NXT Champion, you know, being a great worker. The new Intercontinental title, as you say, James. Um, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's been through it. He's a veteran. I think he's ready. Um, and if you're going to throw them a championship now that they have two championships, uh, the, the, uh, doors just open for a lot of guys. And I feel like he's one of them to win a world title that may not have necessarily gotten that opportunity with only one belt. And the fact that it's before it's heading into football season, try some shit, see what gets hot. Um, so, hope that answered you guys' questions. Now, I want to go into Josh's super long comment in here. Real quick. Follow. Just got to... Boy, you just, dumb. Just, just follow. Uh, so, he uh, he wanted to... I'm just going to read it verbatim because there's a whole lot. So, he was like, Rich, talk about how crazy 2016 WWE is. It's mind-boggling. Brock Lesnar was allowed to compete on a UFC card. WWE is utilizing Evolve and WWN Live as a farm league for a farm league. Shinsuke Nakamura is the champion of NXT, and he won it from Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, LaSombra, Austin Aries, James Storm, Kenta, Ciampa, and Gargano are all either in or competed in NXT this year. WWE is running a 32-man cruiserweight tournament with mostly unsigned and Indian international performers. Crazy. Rich Swan, Zack Sabre Jr., TJ Perkins, Akira Tozawa, Tajiri, Mascara Dorada, Brian Kendrick, Kota Bushi, Cedric Alexander, and Rich Swan are competitors. Oh, he said that twice. Um, that's <laughs> nuts. Um, and it's leading to a full-time cruiserweight division on Raw. Miz is out here shooting. Lesnar's out here shooting. <laughs> 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 they signed AJ Styles, let him debut in the Royal Rumble. Made him a main eventer and had him pin freaking Cena twice this year. The freaking Bullet Club reformed in WWE this year. They put on the match of the year with the only meeting between Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura ever. They freaking split split the brands again and took SmackDown Live. They outlawed the term diva, changed the belt to to a women's belt, and shifted the division to athletically focused women's matches. Oh, shame jumped off the legit 20-foot hell in a cell at one point. They brought up Finn Balor and pushed him to world champion status in about five matches. And now maybe the IWGP champ is backstage at the second largest WWE show of the year. What is even happening right now? Oh, and apparently Jericho will fight anyone at any time. Awesome comment, Josh. Um, yeah, Okada was backstage at SummerSlam. I don't know if you... Yeah, I heard. Yeah. So, and also, I know who the IWGP champion okay. is. Like, that's another thing, too. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew who had the belt at the moment or not. But, um, yeah, it, it's been an interesting year in WWE so far. And, you know, SummerSlam, it's not technically the halfway point, but it is for the year in WWE. But um, I think 
we've got a lot to look forward to as as far as these award lists. Uh, we're going to see a lot of AJ Styles all over them. Yeah, a lot of Sami Zayn a lot all of over Ziggler. them. And like in a weird way, like if you look back and be like, "Wow, Ziggler was in that match, that match." That match. Oh, like it's kind of like he got his. Snuck in. Yep, snuck like, in the back door. Yeah, you kind of snuck into this. Uh, yeah, yeah, like AJ, Sammy, you're definitely up there. Owens is up there too. Like Owens, like Owens might have better catalog of pay per view matches than Zayn, but and that's where that's where we're at. We're, we, we're you know we've had a really good year in ring wise. Uh, I th- I feel like I feel like we got to figure out a way to. Um, Kind of like fairly assess how good these guys have been without like being bogged down in the fact that like, yeah, that was a good segment, but it was on this awful Raw mm-hmm. because Raw's three hours and it's really hard to do this. Like oh, you might have to, we have to like break down like, and it'll, it'll take some time to break down like what did this person do every like what did these people do for like this month or the their, of the like week. on their segments on Raw. Or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. If you're like, how good? If you're like, how good was this feud or whatever? Like, we got to isolate this stuff a little bit better so we can kind of like keep our head above above water when it comes to like drowning in three hours of rock. This is right. really tough. It's really tough. Like, and, and it's about to get tougher because we're gonna have two pay per views in a month that we're gonna have to sit and watch. In yeah. addition to on those pay per view weeks, it being Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And if you want to watch NXT, you know. Whatever. Yeah, but like, dude, dude. a lot of wrestling. Yep, and it's like squeezing us dry. But <laughs> I will say it'll get a little bit easier once like the classic stops, though. So, like once the once the classic winds down, like it'll be a little bit easier. Mm. They um, even though I don't watch the classic or NXT, I'm just saying like for most people. Yeah, the cruiserweight classic because like, you know it's it's been every week the cruiserweight classic. Like even if I don't watch NXT, I forgot it was on the. Second round week where Jack Gallagher was wrestling, but last night CWC was very good. Like between Raw, SmackDown, the Classic, the Cruiserweight Classic, and NXT. Like if you're watching all of that, like every like faithfully every single week, like you are in a committed long term relationship with WWE. Like <laughs> you're in a committed long term monogamous relationship with WWE. Like. I don't see how you out here on the side team with Ring of Honor or N- or TNA yeah. or some some. I'm shocked I watched as much as you won as I did. Like, I don't know how you. I don't know how you have like you you given out of your was it 168 uh, weeks a <laughs> day hours in a week. Yeah. Like I don't know how you are just out here just giving away that much of three to how long is it classic a half hour or an hour? It's an hour. An hour. Yeah. So. Yeah, like you are literally giving away seven hours out of your week to, to WWE television every <laughs> like every single week. Like that is a that I got, is a, I got podcasts to really, do, man. Really, that is a really big ask. Look, look, yeah, one hundred sixty-eight, one hundred sixty yeah. hours. You give seven of them away. Yep. Now think about it. Think about it like this, right? So over, over let's a say, year, let's say you sleep a half. Let's say you say you your eight hours sleep like you're supposed to, right? Yeah. So like that. Like, bro, there's only so much time in a day. Like, mm-hmm. there's only so much time in a day to give all this away. Like, you were really like putting in your time. Yeah. Like for the WWE, like you can't, like you can't afford. You put can't all this off. Like you put all this time. Like you, like you damn well better expect people to be upset about a belt 
in, yeah. in, in one of pay per view or one of the main event of a of a major pay per view goes down with a with a, with, with, a, with a weird finish. Like people have people have. I'm not saying they should be, be complete jerks about it. But people have a right to feel like they've been been you know, dealt the shelf the short end of the stick. Yeah. Like I get it now. Like, I never really sat there and thought about it like that until just now. But like yeah, they they deserve That's a lot be, of time. They bro. deserve to feel like they got you know. Um, shorted, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, yeah, man. Like we got podcasts to do, man. I got you know occasionally these columns to write. I got you know we got the uh, the wrestling group to run. So it's like, man, <laughs> I got I got to do these these live threads, which are always a riot. Uh, our 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 live threads have been absolutely of uh, you know flamed, you know yeah. lit uh, lately. <laughs> You know, uh, shouts out to everyone in the group uh, that is contributing every Monday, Tuesday, pay-per-view day. And also, you know, when something ever pops up. Yeah, like we, we like all got story. these jokes. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lots yeah. of jokesters in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't, I think that will pretty much wrap things up. I mean, Styles and Ziggler was a, was a great match uh, yes. on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, Bree Zongo and the American Alpha yeah. had a very yep. low key. That's a really good match. It was a very good match. Yeah. Um, I, mean, people, I think you know. Just wanted to talk about that. I think quick. given the gimmick that people that just do not like, it's hard to like remember that. Oh yeah, Tyler Breeze is a really really good wrestler, and like Fandango is a re- is a good wrestler as well. Yeah. I think it's hard to remember that because they're like they're dressed like fucking clowns. Yep. Um, you a clown ass nigga put a wig on. Yeah, yeah. Like it's really, <laughs> it's it's really hard to remember that. Oh yeah, those guys can go out and have a really good match any any night if they were given time to do so. Yeah, because they're stuck with this Zoolander gimmick. But yeah, it happens. Yeah. Uh, Reigns and Jericho had a match, and Jericho had to pull every trick in the book. For uh, I like that match. Yeah, I, I, I did like that it. match. Um, but uh, yeah. That's pretty much going to wrap it up. Uh, make sure you guys keep checking out the Wrestling Squared Circle on Facebook. You can interact with us. Uh, keep sending your questions in each week. We enjoy it. And thank you for everyone that sent in questions this week. I uh, hope we got to them all. Let me just double check. Because I would feel really bad. Yep. We got them all. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh Hope you guys enjoyed SummerSlam week with all the shit that you had to watch. Um, ready to see where this Miz thing goes, and I can't. I feel like the Miz's next interview on TV is like the most anticipated thing that <laughs> he has going on in his career, like up to this point. Uh, what so did like, they do a Miz TV with Daniel Bryan? Oh my next gosh, week? that's that's what they need to do. We're gonna open up the show Miz TV with Daniel Bryan. <laughs> or it let it be at nine o'clock so you can get all the viewers. <laughs> so this TV with Dan O'Brien, run it back. I want to know what you meant, you know, when you said I was a coward one more time. And, and we gonna we gonna try this conversation again and and let Miz, you know, just do his thing out there, you know, room for some physicality, you know, because you know what that means. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, I'll be back. Uh, I, I'm not getting my hopes up for that no more, man. I'm just not like I, I think they just wanted. To, I just felt like they wanted to rip that man, and it worked. <laughs> like, I, like y'all, 
I just can't do it, man. Like, y'all, I, I can't get my hopes up for Dave Bryan to come back. Like, if he come back, fine. But I'm not, I'm not finna just like, I hope he does come back. Please let come and get let down again, man. Yeah. It just, it's just, like, it's just, it, 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 like, it's weird to, like, AJ Styles is back and, like, or AJ Styles is here and, like, I'm, I'm like, and I, like, comparing, like, yeah, I was like, I sort of compare him to Dave Bryan. Like, when is, like, like, is this dude is over? Not as easy as over, like, is it like, does this dude like wrestling the ring, like, and put together matches, like, as well as Daniel Bryan at times? And I still, and like, yeah, I still do that sometimes with guys, like, like, several, like, yeah, he was, he was, he was a wrestler of the year 2014, but like, was he as good as Daniel Bryan? Like, was? no, like, like, no, not really. <laughs> like, it, it is unfair, but it, like, that's, like, that, that dude, like, left a real mark on, of quality, given, like, quality over, like, given, given over, um, the amount of workload he was given, like it was a, it was like amazingly high threshold and bar he set, right? And like, and I like, I'm, it'll be a long, like maybe you know, over time I'll stop trying to compare other guys to him that are I think are like, equal, you know, of, that are like on his level, but like, it's I just be can't a while. like, in, in that, like that's why I'm like I can't do this anymore. I'm trying to get away from that, so I can like <laughs> more appreciate these guys. It's like. It's gonna be weird seeing it like Tim Duncan and Kobe are gonna be gone. Like Tim Duncan and Kobe are gone. Like this why game. watch and like all these and like you know most of, most of my you know especially Kobe. Like most of like the LeBron experience for most people was to compare him to Kobe or whatever until he finally ever like reached Kobe's level as far as like on court talent. Mm-hmm. Like so like I think that's for a lot of people why they they never really fully enjoyed the LeBron thing and now we're like. About to be in year fourteen, it's like, oh well, now we can appreciate like Kobe's going and like this is Kobe's farewell year, and this dude's won a title for LeBron. Now people like are showing even more love for him. Like it's, it's sort of weird. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be in that phase. Like I just want to be able to enjoy these guys. Because uh, uh, we were supposed to get AJ Styles, right? That that just came out of the sky. Yep. You know, AJ Styles was like, you know what? I'm coming home. I'm tired of going out to Japan. <laughs> oh, long ass flights, fifteen hours. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, and you know, a lot of people were saying, uh, like this scene yeah, of match. You can't, you can't, someone said he stepped uh, out of Dan Bryan's shadow with this match. <laughs> you know, because you know Dan wanted had to suffer AJ Styles to take all the trip. You know that shit like five connections to get out there to, <laughs> to Japan. Like you can't get ain't no ain't no direct flight from Tokyo to just to, to, to Gainesville, to Georgia. Gainesville, Georgia. Get out of here. <laughs> How do you know Gainesville, Georgia? Got an airport. <laughs> That man had to drive like an hour or two to get to an airport. Yeah, that man had to drive. That man had to drive like forty-five or was probably like probably like seventy miles or whatever it is to get to Atlanta. <laughs> to get, to get, and then fly, and then fly to LA and then fly to Tokyo from there or Hawaii and then yeah, you know yeah yeah exactly keep it going. But yeah, um, that was the show. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I know people. I know. I know. Like, what if we had people from like from. People from from North Georgia, they'd be like, "Oh, what you mean? You're talking about Gainesville?" Yeah, well, fuck this podcast. Unsubscribe. <laughs> you know, it looks like we got a lot of a lot of. Uh, we might have a lot of people around the world uh, interacting with yeah. us. Uh, yeah. Not really. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about off air about have, this. Have we, but ever, have we ever shot on any uh, any uh, any foreign, foreign countries? Uh, I think we might have shot. No, I've shot on states before. All right, well, I don't that, know if I shot that's still, before. That's still us, so it's all good. Yeah. That's still us. You can't be out here, you know, talking down on, you know. On the world. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, I don't think I, I, I really shot on the world too much. But then, you know, it has been a long time we've been doing this podcast. So yeah. I'm boy, sure I boy, slipped boy. up somewhere. But uh, shouts out to everybody around the world uh, that's checking with us in India and Malaysia and you imagine everywhere we, else. Can you imagine if we had a, uh, a database of, like, all of our stuff similar to, like, and we're still doing this, like, a decade from now. Uh-huh. And, like... We do this and go and like pull, just pull any like random like review of a WrestleMania or from like WrestleMania twenty nine or whatever, right. and we talk about it and we go back and look back. We're going to be like mortified at how unprofessional and fooling we were. I guarantee. How many times we said the N word? Like, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. like this new rock out here, like, yeah, yeah like, that shit sucked, man. Like, I ain't got no say. It shit sucked. This shit just us, like, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Like, there's an episode in our archive. I think the show is like 35 minutes, and Raw was absolutely awful that week. And <laughs> really? We, yup. And we went and we went on, and we were like, "Yo, this show, we are gonna get right to it. It sucked." And then we just <laughs> shot for like 30 minutes, and that was it. Like, <laughs> like we didn't do no analysis, we didn't do no questions, nothing. Just yeah, like big show music hits. The, it sucked. The end. Move on. Move right on. I did move on where I was just like, hey man, yeah, it, it should suck. Yeah, it should suck. Move on. I'm like, next thing, we get out of here. We go, like, Ryan ain't, Ryan didn't want to entertain us, so why, why should we bother trying to entertain y'all? Yep. Yep. Y'all knew what it was. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> everyone in the group, uh, fuck with it. If you are, uh, interested in, on, in joining the show, you can either contact me or James and we can try to figure something out. Uh, but also the, the the rule applies on the radio show as it does on the group. Uh, there's only one rule. Just don't come kicking that fuck shit. So, <laughs> But uh, that's the show. Uh, I will be back over the weekend. I'm going to be doing an interview with Chad Matthews about the third release of his book, uh, The WrestleMania Era. I was on his show this week, and we did a full uh, SummerSlam review. Uh, very, it was about a 90-minute show, and it was very fun to do and, and be a part of. So uh, make sure you check that out on uh, LOP Radio. When you did the review with him, did you go after, off of just the initial watching of it, or did you rewatch stuff? I just went off the initial watching. Oof, okay. I rarely watch stuff twice. Like, well, even like the good mat, like the good stuff. Um, I'll get around to it, but um, I I don't know. I kind of just like let it sit, unless it was like I feel like. It was like a Zane Nakamura. I was like, I watched that match like four times, like within like two days or something like that. Okay. Uh, but I didn't only watch that match twice. I like watched live it live and then the repl- a replay like the, within a week after it came out. I watched the G One final twice uh, with Omega and Goto, and I watched Naito and Omega three times. The, I watched them really late at night, so the first two times I watched, it, I fell asleep. Then the third time, yeah, can't be putting you to sleep, bro. Tell (laughs) me, it never fails. Then the third time I watched it, and I was like, "Man, this is great." It's like Nyquil. Uh, So that's gonna wrap up the show. Eighty six minutes in, and hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be back next week, Lord willing, and talk to y'all about this wrestling. We're out later. Peace.